Hello, welcome to Cincinnati 20. I'll be your DM for the morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Hopefully. Uh, I'm Ian Grace. I'm the DM, if I hadn't already said that. Uh, been DMing for... Been playing for a couple years now. I like to think I'm somewhat qualified, but this is just kind of something we're doing ultimately for fun. Bas basically, you know, playing D&D... Fifth edition, the most current edition, the one that most people are playing. If you aren't uh, a hipster or old, sorry. Uh, any, anyway, um, I don't have an intro for this yet. There's no catchy zingers or one-liners or slogans, or perhaps the fact that I don't have an intro will in itself become the intro. So, uh, enough about me. Let's uh, introduce all the all the fine people that are playing today, starting uh, counterclockwise. From yes, my name is Luke, and I am playing an um, an Eladrin ranger named Archie. I'm Kira, and I'm playing a high elf bard named Viesa. I'm Noah. I'm playing a human fighter named Arma. I'm Jonah. I'm playing uh, Earth Genasi. Uh, and my name is the uh, the five eight giant. My name is Griffin. Um, I'm playing as an Aarakocra named Birdman. No relation to the bird at law. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All right, I think we got everything in place. Everybody knows essentially what we're doing. No, just gave me a thumbs up. That's that's all the confirmation I needed. Let's uh, let's. There's there's theme music, right? Let's let's theme music is starting to play now. So where our story is starting, we're playing in the land of Exandria. For those that don't know, that is the campaign setting of Critical Role. Suffice it to say, nothing that happens here will technically be canon, if canon is an issue at all, considering it's an official source uh, released by wizards. So Exandria, it's a land of magic, mystery, other fantasy-adjacent and related M-words. Uh, currently... It is, we are starting on the continent of Wildmount, which is a vast, large, diverse continent. Uh, redundancy, redundant. There is, and as of this, as of this time period, there is a uh, conflict going on between uh, the centrally based, predominantly human Dwendalian Empire. They're at war with the uh, predominantly drow and other predominantly drow Kryn dynasty and it also includes other races that a lot of uneducated humans may consider monster races even though that is kind of a misconception so that's going on uh nothing's really happened like pa past the established borders it's mostly just been tensions building up 
skirmishes on the border, espionage, that kind of thing. But uh, for the lot of you, uh, you are all not really involved in a military or political affairs. You're just kind of wandering novitiate adventures, novice adventures, just kind of trying to make your way in the world. <clears throat> make your way in the world. Uh, make a name for yourself. And hopefully get paid in doing so. By doing so. And you start... You've been in the city of Hubberduke for uh, maybe a couple days. Uh, the initial day that you got there was a bit eventful, though some of you probably got a bit, a bit drunk afterwards and may not remember everything. Some of you might not have been entirely present there. But uh, the thing about Hubberduke is that they have a really long work day, and then when the work day ends, they start to party like it's their last night on Exandria. And these uh, these parties are filled with, you know, uh, drinking, games, fireworks, all sorts of revelry, debauchery, sometimes crime. Crime does happen. Like, I don't know. Uh, they, they, they try to discourage it, but sometimes, you know, just people will be, will be people and shit will happen. There we go. Uh, but but the, the night that you all kind of met. It was fun for the most part. Uh, people, people were getting drunk. They were having fun. There was like a uh, fight, at least a couple fights. Uh, there was an arm wrestling contest. People lost money, won money. Some people stole other people's money. Uh, one person got stabbed. That was fun. Uh, and since then, you've, I like to think you were all kind of <clears throat> Making your way around Hopperduke, which, uh, to, to clarify, Hopperduke is the is a uh, gnomish, predominantly gnomish city, which is kind of a rarity in itself in the, the human-ish empire. Uh, but they are, being a gnomish city, a large part of gnomish culture is industry and tinkering and machinery. And so this city is, like, technologically pretty, technologically ahead of a lot of other empire settlements and even settlements in general just because of the the ingenuity of the gnomes and their passion for machine making and all that fun stuff they're also the uh <clears throat> at the the center of making uh war machines for the empire so they're an important cog in the machine that is fueling this conflict with the with the, with the dynasty uh again this is just kind of background information that i think most people would know about hubberduke but for right now, yeah, you're just kind of, you kind of like uh, split off into your own, like some of you uh, formed uh, unlikely, I wouldn't say friendships, maybe partnerships just of convenience. Like, I know we can start with maybe whatever uh, Arma and the Giant were doing since they seem to hit it off decently well or just gravitated towards each other by pure circumstance. He's my best friend. He's a wall of rock. How can you get any better than that? He's just standing next to me. <laughs> well, you need some money, don't you? Did you lose all your money yesterday? Don't remind me. Well, let's go find a job. All right. He must be, like, very useful 
in battle. I mean, you're quite literally rock, so I imagine you're very durable. You can take a couple hits, right? I sure can. All right, I'll try and stand behind you. <laughs> Where can we go find some uh, some jobs around here in, in the Hopper Duke? In the Hopper Duke. Congratulations, you just took 50 D8 damage. <laughs> uh, so, I, I would say, like, in the meantime, you, you're both pretty intimidating-looking fellas. Uh, strong arms, strong... Uh, yeah, like that. Uh, and despite the... Uh, despite some uh, taller folk maybe seeing the, the giant's name as perhaps a joke... Uh, you you definitely tower over all these gnomes, uh, who all look up to you. Not they don't look up to you. You're of a questionable moral fiber at best, but <laughs> yeah. So I I would I would think that people people who need protection, people who need like somebody, a message sent perhaps, or even just like. I don't know if you're high profile enough maybe to be bodyguarding, but yeah, you you just do some jobs around town. Uh, though one day, I, w I would say for the jobs, both of you, just to expedite this a, a bit, so we can get to the good, the good stuff. Uh, both of you can add, say, uh, fifteen gold pieces each to your inventory. Bodyguarding pays pretty well for the most part. I mean, That's you're not, not you're not being paid by any of the super rich people. After that, on your high of gold making, you hear about uh, a contest that is being held at the Blushing Tankard, of which both of you are all too familiar with. The probably the most raucous, well-known tavern in the upper district of Hubberduke. Uh, there, the the contest in, in question is called the Hour of Honor. It is a drinking contest where people are betting money and forming kind of either pre-made or impromptu teams of sort, and they basically compete to see who can hold their drink the best, and whoever wins, whoever has uh, wins three rounds of drinking gets a large section of the pot. And, I don't know, depending on your, how, how well do you think, Arma and the Giant, how well do you think you can hold your drink? Well, with a constitution of 15, I, I, I think, I think I would do all right myself, but I know there's some, there's some people out there that could uh, do way better than me at this. I don't know, Giant, what do you think? Really? I've uh, not been in a competition before, but um, I feel like I can definitely, you know, compete. Are you willing to lose possibly all the gold we just gained again? Would it be something I'm not used to? Okay, well, you know what? He's got the spirit. What else is gold for, <laughs> except for losing it? Never heard more true words in my life. Wise. Wow, I like you. I like Rockman. Everybody loves Rockman. Wise words coming from a man with a seven points of wisdom. Uh, wisdom score of seven. I don't know why I said points. Anyway, 
So you make your way to the blushing tankard at some point uh, near when the work day is. Like, you've done your work for the day. You're, you're not industrious like these gnomes. You're outsiders. You're tourists, essentially. But you uh, join in the festivities eventually. And uh, before that, in the meanwhile, I guess, Archie and uh, Birdman seem to be again again not not necessarily a duo they just kind of like happen to be next to each other when I, I think yeah you got stabbed by a guy Archie got stabbed and that, that was kind of like you hear about the contest at the you both hear about the contest of the blushing tankard it's, it's hard not to because people are shouting about it because the workday is like just about to be over and uh, I don't know what what are your opinions on I would have uh, happily spotted the um, I would have happily spotted the uh, the birdman that, that helped me out before when I had gotten stabbed um, and if there were to be any sort of any trouble uh, in a very similar night at the same tavern uh, I would this time be very happy to go in with backup Right. Yeah, Birdman is not necessarily hard to spot. He's very distinct compared to most of these little gnomes and boring-ass humans. Hey, come on now. <laughs> no, 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 you're a yeah, yeah. You may be a human fighter, but you're not boring. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Birdman and Archie meet up. You go back to the, I don't know, do you think about possibly competing? Like, how's your con modifier, or do you just want to watch whatever happens? Oh, as we discovered before with my drinking of alcohol, I will not partake in the competition. <laughs> That's fair. Did not go over well. I will also not be participating in the alcohol competition. That's also fair. So, you both... So both parties make their way. Cool. And uh, at around the same time, you two are just about to enter the Blushing Tankard uh, when you see these two stroll up, I think. Does Birdman fly everywhere, or does he, like, reserve that for... I don't know. I kind of reserve that for yeah. long travel. Yeah. Or if I need to get to high places. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Arma and the giant, you see Birdman and Archie. Uh, both of you seemingly, like, turn around the corner and you spot each other. And Archie... Actually, you were just coming to, to consciousness, but maybe you were told that a, uh, a rock man healed you on that faithful night. So, you might... Actually... Uh, how good is your insight? Or what, what is your passive insight, I should say, maybe? Just so. So we can have passive work. 15. I, I would say you, you heard that, like, the rock man helped you, and this dude seems to be made of rocks predominantly. So it's not hard to put two and five together. Cool. Is that the guy you healed for that drink? It is. Don't tell him. <laughs> 
Okay, you, okay. Uh, I also have a proficiency in insight, and so I may have clocked that little whispering <laughs> I, conversation. I will actually <laughs> may, uh, make, uh, make a perception check in that case. First roll of the night. Oh, no. Um, that is an eight. Okay, uh, they seem to be whispering about something, but you don't, you can't hear it from here. Even with your, even with your elven ears, you can't hear anything. Mm. Which is a, just a crying, sobbing shame. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you, you have it upon the blushing tankard, and, uh, whatever happens, happens. And I um, I thank you for uh, for coming to my aid. Me? The other night, well, the several of you, but I heard that yes, there was there was some sort of rock creature that. <laughs> I don't know what it, what happened. You, well, you did get a nice uh, bottle of. You did get a nice bottle of something or other, and it was in a like. I just don't know what it is, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, have, have you, it's got alcohol, you, so I'll just drink you, it. You haven't... Have you, have you drank it yet since the... I would assume I would. I'm not okay. very... I'm not... Again, yeah, I'm not very perceptive or anything like that, so... I'll, I'll drink anything that's in front of me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I roll 14, so it was a pretty good, pretty good tasting wine. Uh, definitely better than most of the, uh, the piss you drink being on the road, but... Better than the poison wine. What's this? Is this how you, like, get warmed up or something? Yeah, this is just my this is my practice round. All right, so pre-gaming the competition. What else would I do? Does that not seem mildly counterproductive? Athletes stretch before a match. <laughs> oh, what a not. great comparison! <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand your metaphor, but I will. Okay. Yeah, okay. Ar- yeah, Archie, with your passive insight, you definitely remember that the uh, the goal of the game was to hold your drink. So, you, you think there might be. There might be a potential issue going into that, but uh, whatever. This rock man might not be very smart, but I'm I'm excited to see yeah, if a rock man can get drunk. Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you got a zero. You're you're way too focused on your bottle. It's a very nice bottle. Pretty good tasting wine. Shiny. And yeah, shiny too. <laughs> and Arma, you remember? You remember uh, that uh, a gnomish person. I uh, came up to see what the hubbub was about, saw that Archie was stabbed, and basically strong-armed uh, the giant into healing him with compensation of booze. But, you, I don't know, like, it, it's like, you've seen a lot of gnomes, it's hard to tell one from the other. It, everything's kind of a blur. You're, you don't, you're not the best with, like, your memory anyway. I don't know. I mean, fair enough, I guess. Is there any way for me to maybe somehow remember any discernible features? Uh, with a seven. Uh, no, you, you try, but, like, you remember that this gnome was really hurried, uh, very worried, uh, but you don't remember. You think he might have a mustache. Like, a very nicely groomed thing. Mm. Uh, but other than that, like, you're probably going to meet him once you enter into the establishment. Hey, Rockman, keep your eye out for any finely groomed gnomes. It won't be hard to spot. These gnomes are quite raggedy, if you will. All right, so, uh, excuse me. There we go. 
So, as you enter the blushing tankard, I believe that starting at this hour, uh, Viesa, you would be probably, I don't know how you would tune up a pan flute, but... I'm tuning it up. Yeah, you're tuning, you're tuning up the pan flute. You're just like... I, I think with your... I believe your, your performance score was a plus four. Performance modifier, I should say. There's no scores for those. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're essentially warming up, tuning, tuning it up, making it look like you're tuning it up, just because most people don't know. Uh, and preparing for another night of playing for the tavern as you have been. As you were that one night when the guy got stabbed. Uh, yeah. I guess, like, what what would you have been doing in the interim? Um, I've become a fixture at the Blushing Tankard, and I play music there every night now. Yep. So let's, well, let's, let's just see actually how much gold you've been getting paid from just tips and people... So from so from playing at the it's only, it's only been a couple nights so you make about eight gold in total so you can add that to your inventory it's pretty decent money considering but you feel like you feel like at the hour of honor you're probably going to be able to put on like a real show and possibly get more 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 money maybe. I don't know. Maybe invest a bit into the betting, perhaps. I don't. I don't know how you how you'd feel about that. How you feel about the security of that? But, anyways, uh, you're you're tuning up your pan flute as you were, <laughs> and uh, you see uh, you see uh, uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum uh, enter into the. Which tavern. group is that? <laughs> you see the kind of kind of raggedy looking. A uh, human with a big sword, and the the rockman sword, and the axe in the shield. Excuse me, I believe he has a battle axe. Yes, they're 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 not hard to miss. You've been around gnomes for most of the day, which I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah. Enter in, at, yeah, you enter in, and you see the the elven bard tu- tuning up. You see a, a couple of other. Couple of other individuals that are like also trying to look for the same spot, or look for the same spot on the on the card as it was. So uh, Viesa starts playing her pan flute, uh, starting to get a, a jaunty, a jaunty tune going to set the mood for the night. Even more energetic, probably than normal, since the hour of honor is going to start in a couple, couple minutes, I'd say. Uh, uh, also, from if it, if it wasn't mentioned earlier, you gain eight gold pieces from your from tips and whatnot from playing the past couple days, which is decent money. Uh, but you see, you see the uh, the giant and Arma walk in. Giant looking a little bit, little bit, little bit tipsy. Not too much, but you, you, th- you think he might be under the assumption that he's pre-gaming for the hour of honor. And 
Uh, after after a couple of minutes, Archie and the Birdman also appear to have entered. Though from their even from their demeanor and at least from like what you remember from them, they're probably more intent to to watch to observe the the carnage than to participate. And of course, like you yourself, probably don't plan on participating because you. You think you like you might you think you might be able to play decent enough, but you don't want to take the chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you know what? Roll a performance check just to see how well you get the music going at first. Twenty-three. <laughs> okay. Uh, you 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 get this going, and it is just like. Everyone's in, invested. Uh, like you, everyone's even more hyped about the Hour of Honor now that you're just sh- like you weren't sure if you could shred on a pan flute, but that's what you're doing now. Uh, and like every, everyone starts to like bob their heads, stomp on it. Like I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pound the tables, clap their hands, very quickly uh, go off tempo as they do. And that annoys you, but as a musician, but the sheer, I would guess, force of will of your playing kind of, they recognize it and it kind of forces them to get back in time. So you have the, with a 23, uh, let's see, that, that would have been a 19 year old. So yeah, you, yeah. you uh, this 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 uh, crowd of raucous gnomes and all that are in the palm of your, your hands. And I've, I feel like you might you might be enjoying it as of right now. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, once once the song ends, though, uh, the the tavern keep uh, Irina Wallop uh, jumps onto a stool, uh, out, outstretched arms, and basically uh, goes. All right, the hour of honor will begin very shortly. Anybody who wants to uh, participate, come let me know uh, right now. And anybody who wants to bet any gold, I uh, just uh, put in, in the in the pot over there. And people come up uh, putting gold in the pot. Some people confidently, some people not so confidently, kind of sheepishly. Some people get are being egged on by their peers to put in more gold than they normally would. It's, and there's a sizable like uh, amount of gold in there uh like 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 to start off with but she's like all right uh i believe uh, you two said you were participating are, are you uh are you a duo then are you a i team? guess we are looks like we are is this going to be a two versus two or is there anyone who would join these fine strapping young men wow uh, everyone is kind of quiet. She waits a couple seconds. Well, life of the party. Great. Uh, anybody want to go... What accent am I doing now? Anybody want to try their luck at... What did you say your name was? The 5A giant. The giant and his friend. Uh, Arma. Arma and the giant. That sounds better. 
Arma and the Giant. Who would like to test their luck? This is... The champions are not here. This is purely for bragging rights and that whole pot of gold right there. And a couple seconds later, you see two men kind of stroll up. They both look pretty hardy, rugged, worldly, and armed. Uh, they definitely, Arma, being a mercenary in your past, they look the type. Be sellswords. Possibly cutthroats. You don't know. It's It's not... Yeah, it's it's not. You can't help yourself, but judge how these people look, especially because uh, considering one of them is a kind of rugged-looking, middle-aged dwarven man, kind of salt and pepper beard, uh, braided by rough-looking iron rings, and he just kind of has an intense look, intense look of confidence, like he's gonna win. Uh, big furrowed brow balding hair tied back in a ponytail and the other one is definitely a lot definitely the most distinct person you've seen here he is a uh, lizard folk big lizard man about as tall as you arma uh though he's lanky uh with rough kind of dented uh leather armor and he uh basically has like a bunch of daggers sheathed and he's wearing like a, a kind of a what's the word a tattered cloak tattered cloak he's wearing a tattered cloak and he has some kind of like eye patch or like an eye bandage over one eye and he's kind of like eyeing both of you uh, I don't think I'll take that bet he's sure about that he is quite literally rocks if anyone can hold their drink it's Rockman. <laughs> I have never drank against a Genasi before. This will be interesting, to say the least. Oh, well, all right. Uh, and she asks them their names. And the dwarf... The dwarf kind of, like, eyeing her a bit. He cocks one eye, and he goes, Beldrum. And he has he has a pipe, apparently, now. So we got Beldrum. Totally had this prepared. And the lizard folk. Lizard folk looks down on the dwarf and goes, The name... Is Dirk. D I R K. And she's kind of like, all right, great. Beldrum and Dirk versus Arma and the Giant. A battle for the ages. Get the drinks. Get the drinks. And the, the small, well groomed, bald gnome scurrying around, kind of uh, in record time, places the drinks like clunk, clunk. Uh, on there, and everyone kind of disperses. There's like a round table for uh, the two of you. Oh, it's what? My my manners. My manner. Whoa. There was two accents going on at the same time. 
Mind my manners, gentlemen. I forgot to explain the rules. Basically, whoever holds their drink better wins. And the, the first team to have... Usually, it's the first team to have three wins, but since you both are duos, you either have to have a clean sweep or best two out of three. And so, in game terms, this is basically both you and your opponent rolling constitution checks, not saving throws, just checks. And whoever gets uh, three wins first uh, wins. And by, and by extension, person get the other person gets three losses. So she's like, "All right, which one of you is going first? I'll take charge. The giant goes first for Team Arma and the Giant. This is Constitution, right? Constitution check. Uh, yeah. So I got a four. Uh, it's plus two, so six. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, as you're... Before that, you sit down and you see that uh, the dwarf, Beldrum, goes, Aye, I'll go first. And he kind of, like, sits, clunks down at the table and outreaches a hand and... reaches out for a handshake, I suppose. With the best man win. Uh, I reject his handshake. Right, sit down myself. He has a big, hearty handshake, which... I mean, you're made of rocks, but, like, you weren't expecting him to be this strong. He's a pretty hearty gentleman. So you've got... What's your roll again? Six. Six. Cool. All right, uh... Uh, well, you're old natural 20. So, as the name of the show, Cincinnati 20, a tile drop. Uh, right. Okay, so, you see, I mean, you were pre-gaming it, so, <laughs> you're like, halfway through your drink, you're like, this is not a good idea. And you almost like, hmm. Meanwhile, by the, t- like, by the time you're halfway through his drink, he just clunk and just eyes you. Like, there's one eye that's twitching, and it's, like, super awkward, but he's, like... <laughs> there's It's almost like steam coming out of him. Some, like, anime shit. And she's, like, Well! Alright, next drink. She hands you both two more drinks. And... Ooh. Uh... Roll yours, just to like. It's not gonna be hard to beat this. I'll just say thirteen. All right, thirteen. You're starting to like. You, you're starting to like. Okay, it's that kind of game. And uh, while he's drinking, he. Uh, while he's drinking, he like halfway through, kind of like stumbles a bit and like later like it starts to come out like half drink half vomit but like he kind of like scoops it up 
and she's like, and everyone's like, whoa, and, but, so, yeah, he rolled a natural one, so, dice gods giveth, dice gods taketh away, <laughs> so, it's now tied, uh, roll another one, that's a 17, so what, 17, 17, Okay, he rolled a he rolled a seven, which turns into a nine. So he's you're starting to like you're uh, feeding off the energy of the crowd. You're looking at that pot of money and you're like, mm-hmm. and you just down another one. You're like, all sense of like, I mean, I, I guess you're like fully drunk now, like you don't care. But meanwhile, Belgium kind of has like a look of. Panic, like in his eyes, he's like, "You're tougher than you look, and you're made of rocks, so it's a compliment." <laughs> All right, uh, you need to win one more. Eighteen, uh, six. So, uh, last round, you now have three wins. He has one. So. He like downs the drink and he slams it and then falls over and you stand there or sit there victorious. Everyone's like cheering. There's cheering sounds. Uh, and yeah, I- Irina goes, Beldrum has fallen and stands tall. The giant! Everyone's cheering, clapping. There's a giant chant going. It's gonna kind of be hard to put that in post, but whatever. Giant! 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 Yeah, it's it's like starting. Yeah, it's it's a pretty decent giant chant. Like this guy wasn't. Yeah, and, and like the rest of you who are watching, like hear other people like kind of murmuring, like that was pretty good. Yeah. Oh well, he's not old Blemmy, so. Uh, old Blemmy's taking a vacation. Everyone's talking about, like, Old Blemmy, who apparently is also a dwarf, also grizzled, but, like, he was out at sea or something. All right. Now it is Arma and Dirk, the lizard. Well, it's going to be hard to follow up, Rockman, but, like I said, who better than a, a pile <laughs> of rocks to hold down his drink? I sure hope so. May the best uh, sentient being win. I appreciate you trying. And he outstretches his scaly hand. I'll take it. Kind of like grips harder than you were expecting. Like, and his his claws kind of dig in a little bit. You don't take any points of damage, but like, he's he has a kind of a malicious lizard like reptilian reptilian grin to him and Irina goes alright second verse same as the first clink clink your drinks are there roll come on baby Mm. not a great start but that's okay that's a ten oof uh you start and this tastes bad. Mm. And like, it's immediately like, 
oh, maybe I shouldn't now, but I gotta. And you're able to, like, hold it for a second, but Dirk finishes quicker than you, and he's, like, has pretty decent constitution. Uh, and people are, like, starting to get invested ju- just because of, like, the uniqueness of what of the people that are doing it, doing this whole thing. So, Dirk, care to share? What's what's with the eye? <laughs> Maybe one more drink, and I might be privy to telling you my whole life story. I'm on the edge of my seat. All right, we got some drama, some storylines. Uh, <laughs> one more drink. And you both take your drinks. Mm. It's a six. Ooh. Uh, 14. You're, you're like, he's like, he's starting to like giggle a bit with drink, like drinks kind of sloshing about. It's, it's kind of, it's not, it's not a fun scene. And he kind of like slams it back down, goes, little human can't handle his drink. Your reputation is disappointing. I get that often. You know what? At least I'm going to get a good story out of this. <laughs> sure you will, one way or another. Uh, she's like, that was ominous? One more drink. Mm. What? That's a five. Four. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, a bit more even. Uh, so you rolled a five. Dirk, Dirk rolled a four. He's he, he's starting to like, despite how hardy he may look, he's still a bit kind of lanky. You think like maybe he doesn't? I don't know. Maybe this guy isn't as constitutionally sound as I thought, and so you kind of like. Even in your string of apparent failures to hold your drink, you're just kind of holding on as best you can. And he falters first, as it appears. He, like, kind of, like, almost, almost spits it out, but, like, holds it in. You're at, he's at two, you're at one. This... Yeah, this is, yeah. I'm gonna gonna let you roll first. It's 11. It's an 8. So, you're all, you're both on just, on like, essentially on stilts. You're just, you're you're wobbling around. Everyone else is kind of like, they're, they're cheering along. They're getting hyped. Some people are getting concerned. But it's it's the hour of honor. It's like this shit happens. So you're both two for two. This next one is going to decide the round. And all the all the all the marbles, all the dice. All the marbles. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, what did you get? A seven. <laughs> I think that beats a two. Oh. So <laughs> that's <he's>, good. <laughs> So he's. 
<laughs> What's wrong, Dirk? Yeah, I mean, you're you're wasted, so you're like... I don't know. But you, you definitely are career enough to see him kind of like... It's like barely dripping. He like kind of like... Like almost keels over, just rights himself. And he like tries to grab for another drink, but then Irina's like, no, 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 no. You, you lost, fat and square. We have a winner. Arma and the giant in a clean sweep. Everyone's clapping, cheering. Uh, there's a giant chant, there's an Arma chant. Everything's going swimmingly. Uh, what's your passive perception, both of you? 13. Actually, make a make perception checks. I would say. Uh, passive perception oh. is uh eight. Do you want us to roll? Uh, you're close enough. Roll perception checks. That's ten. Mm. That is two. I'm gonna. Uh, what's his stealth? Oh, cool. <laughs> boom, boom. Two ones in a row. He's he's trying to be sneaky about it, but he's also wasted and pissed off. And you can see he like starts to very overtly grab a dagger from his side, and he like kind of goes towards you. Is like kind of leaning towards you. Uh, I'm, I'm I I'm gonna dodge it, I guess. Uh, no, he's going for armor. Oh, he's going for armor. Um. Oh shit. Can I? Sheesh. Um. Depending on what you do, he's gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll just try my best to kind of like try and block it with something. Uh, My sword, maybe. I. Okay, I mean, you could do that. Uh. You. He's gonna roll with disadvantage because he's wasted. But I am too. I think. Uh, this isn't. This isn't usual. But we'll we'll say like whoever gets the highest attack roll is able to do their thing. So this, add, probably, this isn't rules of the fuck it. So add dex. Rule, rule of cool. Uh, are you using your sword? Yeah. So try and would, like parry that, it. Okay, that would be your strength. It's a two-handed weapon. Okay. Hmm. The six. Uh, well, he rolled a two. Just in case, nope. Two is definitely lower than a seventeen, so he kind of got it. <laughs> but you're easily—you don't even parry; you just kind of sidestep it, and everyone's kind of like gasping. And Irina's like, her hands are in her face, like, oh God, not again. Archie, you're getting flashbacks. <laughs> Except this stabbing definitely a lot less potent or competent than last time. But you see that uh, he goes for it, and then uh, uh, several other people kind of going. Beldrum even goes in like, what the Nope. <laughs> kind of like holds him down. And he's kind of like, hmm. 
like a couple seconds pass before Dirk eventually kind of calms down, stands up, and he looks at you. Uh, Arma kind of drunkily removes his eye bandage, and you see uh, a slash across it and like milky white uh, eye. It's been blind in that eye, scarred, probably. Probably from a, a sword wound, some kind of slashing wound. You'd reckon you've seen, you've seen your fair share of uh, scars and wounds and whatnot. And he goes, <clears throat> I, I would expect nothing less. Arma the Black Blades. That's who you are, aren't you? I figured it out quicker than most. One of your buddies took my good eye. But, kind of like drops the dagger down. That's in the past. That's that's by. He's a little bit of vomit. It's he's 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 a he's a scene, and he's like kind of goes out to shake a hand, but just like kind of like pats you on the shoulder and he goes, I I I I don't hold grudges, and then everyone else is it's very awkward around here now. Or he's kind of like escorted out after a couple of se- seconds maybe a minute of like awkward silence and murmuring whispering Irina kind of goes to the front like ah, well he was a gallant winner that one like I said before Arma and the giant get the winner's share of the purse and she hands you uh Let's do. Yep. Hmm. Forty gold. Each or total? Uh, total. So if you, I mean, if you want to split it evenly, that's up to you. How you split it is up to you. It's only fair. I'm feeling generous. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Twenty each. Yeah, you're, th- you're thinking I get paid to drink shit. But, uh, Archie and the Birdman, how, where where are you in, like, proximity to this whole crowd? Are you, like, closer to the, the action, or are you farther away? Would have taken more of a watchful stance myself. Yeah. Looking to put my back against the wall and hopefully not get stabbed again in this tavern. <laughs> yep. I was pretty into the pretty into the competition. I watched the whole thing pretty closely. Um, I was considering placing my bets, but I wasn't quite sure about the outcome. So I was just up, you know, observing. Okay. Uh, that be that being said, the competition ends, though the rivalry continues. 
and uh, Irina kind of goes goes to, goes towards Armand the giant, and she's like, "You both did well for yourself." Uh, you know what? Uh, next, next drinks on the house for the winners. But just for, for just for right now, you you look like you could get a bit of a bit of fresh air if you want. That sounds absolutely wonderful. I'll take the next drink. All right. You uh, take the drink. You take 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 a bit of fresh air. I'll say long enough for you to get a short rest, or for what, however long it would take for you to get somewhat sober, so that you're not. I don't know. Uh, as you're, as you're, as you're outside, make both of you. Both of you make perception checks. It's gonna be a high DC. Uh, sixteen. Okay, that's a one. Critical cool. failure. <laughs> you're you're still kind of getting over your getting over yourself, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, everyone else who's inside, or unless you want to get out, I don't know. Uh, make perception checks. The rest of you. Six. Hmm. Eight. Cool. Twenty. <laughs> nice. Birdman, you you don't have ears, but your eagle senses pick up, or and like uh, the giant, you Arma isn't paying attention apparently, but like it's not hard to hear and then see. In the in the in the dead almost weird like after being inside the weirdly silent air of the streets of Hopper Duke, uh, you hear a loud booming sound coming from I would say the north west direction. You're just it's it's a bit more muffled for the people inside, but you. Anybody, I think, who rolled higher than five hears the sound of an explosion. And giant, you quickly turn Arma a bit more sluggishly, turn and see that there is a, a a column, a pillar of smoke coming out of a building on the side of the mountain, which, if you've been here in Hopper Duke long enough, you recognize that as uh, the Gear Hole Prison. So... One could put uh, five and twelve together to uh, <laughs> think that something happened, and maybe so- something yep, something happened at the prison, and the Irina from inside goes, "What the nope. f- was that?" And other people are kind of like a bit confused. And she kind of goes, uh, basically looks at Art, Archie, and Birdman, kind of like, you, 
your adventure is right. Could you could you go out there and see like what's going on? Because like usually fireworks happen, but like you never know. I'm 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 paranoid after the last last time someone got stabbed. Always um always down to go and, and look for some trouble, I think. So sure. Patrolling the skies to see what's going on out there. Okay. We'll step outside to take a look around. All right. I like trouble. I'll go to see what's going on. All right. You you stop playing by this point, or ma- make sure you find a stopping place for your play. Nah, just record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Music stops. You just like, oh, cool. Explosions. And a couple of awkward seconds later... One of the other people comes up, starts to perform on their own. Nope. <laughs> Three plus nope. one is four. They, they're no Viesa of wherever you're from. But you go outside, uh, Birdman, you whoosh. That's the sound. Whoosh, uh, fly in the sky. And you you're definitely seeing that there's a... Uh, the, the same aforementioned pillar of, pillar of smoke and a bit of, like, fiery rubble from the side of the gear hole prison. And you see that uh, a couple of figures, some of which are cloaked, one of which isn't, make a mad dash out of the hole. And the people who are in the street a couple seconds later see these figures... Uh, Turn the corner and barrel towards you. Uh, one of one of them, the one at the front, is a uh, tall, almost excuse me, I would say like maybe seven and a half foot tall, uh, gray-skinned uh, woman with uh, lots of stripes, almost tribal-looking tattoos on her face and around her whole person, with her hair. Uh, tied and braided in an, like a wild ponytail and she has kind of a crazed look in her eye like she's afraid of getting caught but also adrenaline and she's just kind of like moving full speed ahead uh, sees you all in her way she sees I think maybe giant and armor first and she's like move dipshits <laughs> and uh, what do you do in response to that? That was getting in front of her. Mm-hmm. All right, so you, you get out of the way, or um, no, no, oh, oh, I okay, won't. I you, won't get out of the you way. You just stand right in the way. Yeah. So yeah, she's gonna like try and push you aside. That's gonna be a contested athletics check. Essentially the same as grappling, or no, not just she's trying to shove you. So uh, what'd you get? Seven. Ooh. Uh. Yeah, that, yeah, she's gonna, like, she's, I mean, she looks strong, and she is strong. She just kind of, like, pushes you out of the way, almost, not, not ragdolls you, but, like, she's, she's got big arms. She's, a anybody who knows, like, like, who sees her, she's, a definitely a half-giant, some kind of giant blood, uh, goliaths, what they're called, and 
uh, the giant. Uh, you you see this all happen. She just kind of barrels past you. Doesn't seem intent on like causing trouble, just kind of like forcing you all to get out of the way. And Archie and Bergman now they now the red and Viesa, all three of you are outside. She's kind of like uh, head on a swivel, but just kind of keeps moving forward. Uh, from behind her, though, are five cloaked figures, which upon inspection of more than one second, they are tiny, red-skinned, uh, draconic, kind of little dragon people. You all probably recognize them as kobolds. And they're all carrying... Uh, some manner of weaponry, all wearing kind of like tattered cloaks that cover most of them. And they're like kind of like uh, scurrying, uh, following the Goliath woman. And they uh, happen upon the five of you neatly positioned in the, in the street. And they kind of like stop in their tracks. Most of them look hurried, worried. One of them kind of steps out from behind, uh, takes out a, a light um, hand crossbow, loads it, uh, points it at uh, the giant, because you're the closest to and he goes, No witnesses! And, <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the kobolds kind of like, <laughs> point it. Uh, you're about to get a crossbow fired at you. I think that's a good place to leave off episode one. Holy shit. No witnesses. No, no, yeah, witnesses. no, no witnesses. witnesses. And then from, like, from, from beyond, you see the Goliath woman Who's like, who's like stops and she goes, hmm? what the f- Nope. <laughs> and she's continues moving. When we start the next episode, we're gonna start with rolling initiative. <laughs>